What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We are in the building. It is Take Your Pick. Um, it's the weekend, folks. It is Friday. It is August 11th, 2023. And we are here yet again to close out the week on a high note. I missed it. Uh, missed the high note there. The fat lady will continue to sing. Uh, folks, I'm, I'm excited to be here. This is going to be a good day. And uh, we, we've been we've been rolling along. We've had a few potholes that we ran over the past couple of days. But let's get back on the interstate and let's continue to ride smoothly to our next destination of winning. And speaking of winning, it is time for winning words of wisdom. And this one is coming from Brian Tracy. And here's what Brian Tracy says. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Dave. Thanks to you guys for joining us. Brian Tracy, here's what he says. Winners make a habit of manufacturing their own positive expectations in advance of the event. Folks, let me tell you something. Think positive. Think like winners. We're going to win today. We plan on winning today. Um, it, it, it's amazing how when you just get something in your mind and you just keep pushing forward. Good morning, Diesel72. Good morning. A lot of times, man, when you experience failures, you can allow those things to be setbacks. I don't worry about it. Here's one of the things I understand in the Pick'em DFS streets. Some days aren't going to go the way we want, but you can't derail your process. You can't derail pushing forward with negative thinking. No need to even live in that. And guess what? It's the same thing when we win. When we win, great. We put the money in our account. We move on to the next day. Why? Because there are more slates to attack. As long as sports are going on, the Pick'em sites uh, will be providing it for us, providing opportunities for us to be profitable, and we want to do just that. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Stay right there in the middle. We didn't win yesterday. No big deal. We won yesterday. Great. On to the next slate. Folks, I'm telling you, the ability to push forward and always reach out and grab the next thing is good. I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself along the way. No need to make a million dollars and then just sit in your office. Go to the beach. Go on vacation. Go see a Broadway play. Go to a concert. Go to a fancy restaurant. Buy yourself a new car. Do something. Enjoy it. But don't hold on to yesterday's feats. Yesterday's feats will give you a defeat later. All right, folks, we're moving on. That's winning words of wisdom for the day. We're going to go over yesterday. Yesterday did not go well again. I was actually very surprised. Didn't go well. No big deal. We'll turn it around today. But on yesterday, we had Kenta eight at six strikeouts. That did not come to fruition. I was actually really shocked about that. Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to explain this. We're going to throw out the fantasy points play. Here's why. Because we don't. So what happened is he was able to hit it on underdog. He didn't hit it on prize picks. We're going to call that a wash. So we're not going to include that in the official tally per se. Okay, it was basically just a wash. Uh, and then we had, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we had uh, Dean Kramer at two and a half uh, earned runs allowed. Didn't get that one. And we had Liberatore at 18 and a half fantasy points. Didn't hit that one. Liberatore had the game of his life. And uh, Kramer gave up a bunch of hits, walked a lot of guys, just didn't get the run scored against him. No big deal. We are on to today. So first up on the docket, uh, I like some pitching outs today. Uh, pitching outs haven't been kind to us overall this week, but I'm not – listen, I, I can't get caught up in that. I have to go with, with how things are looking. And so for me, 
Uh, we're going to kick this thing off with pitching outs. I'm actually going to Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is at 18 and a half pitching outs facing the Chicago White Sox. And Corbin Burns, I do think this is a spot where he should be okay and just okay. But when I look at Corbin Burns over the course of the season, uh, Corbin Burns has just been running up his pitch count a, a tad bit too much, right? And so his ability to get through, you know, more than six innings has really been tapered a ton. Uh, we do have him projected for, for six strikeouts as well. If I'm not mistaken, he's seven on the uh, on the site. So that, that might also be a good opportunity. I think I'm going to sprinkle some of that in, but that's not going to be included in the official tally. That'll be a secondary one. Uh, but at 18 and a half pitching outs, I definitely want less than that. Now, look, folks, here's the deal. I'm not saying that the uh, Chicago White Sox are some juggernaut offense. Uh, this team has a 24% K rate projected. What I, what I am saying, though, is that Corbin Burns has been off this season. When we look at the walks, he's been walking guys about 8% on the season. 10% to lefties, 7% to righties. He is going to see projected one, two, three, four, about four lefties today. And then on the and then in the past 30 days, that's kind of flippy. Still at 8.9%, but 7% to lefties, 11.5% to righties. I don't think we have the umpire data just yet. Let me check that because as you and as you can see, I was kind of trying to look and see. No, we don't have it just yet. What I will say is if Corbin Burns has a hitter's umpire. This is further going to really get me excited uh, about the opportunity to take that under 18 and a half pitching out. So right, right out of the gate on the top of the board here, we got Corbin Burns at 18 and a half pitching outs. I do like less uh, than that projection. And let me see. You know what? Let's go. Let's go to the bat. Let's look at that. Let's take a look at that really quick. Uh, let's see what the bat has. Because I was just trying to look at the umpire data. I actually didn't look at the pitching outs. And let's see. Okay, so the bat has Corbin Burns at 17 and a half pitching outs, which I do think he goes six. Don't, don't get me wrong. So if he was at 17 and a half, I'd probably just kind of stay away. Uh, but at 18 and a half, I don't think he's going into the seventh inning. So for me, uh, seeing this from the bat at 17 and a half, I think this makes me feel pretty good here uh, that myself and Cardi are on the same page today in terms of projections. So uh, at 18 and a half pitching outs, once again, I want less than that projection facing the Chicago White Sox. All right, folks, we're moving to the next one. Guess what? Uh, this one is going to be on underdog only, underdog only here, okay? That's going to be Tyler McGill. We've got Tyler McGill facing the Atlanta Braves in City Field. Folks, Tyler McGill's been struggling, and he's getting the hottest offense in baseball coming into town, and this is a division uh, matchup here. Now, the Atlanta Braves are pretty comfortable in their spots. But even still, I think the Braves want to come out and have a good showing. We just had a dreadful, and I do mean dreadful, series in Pittsburgh. I mean, we should have beat the snot out of this team. And, I mean, every day it was a dogfight. So I'm hoping that the Braves can come into town and do their thing. And let me get this screen share, share going. I'm so sorry, folks. I'm just talking away, and I'm not showing you the data that I'm looking at. So please forgive me. I understand if you're working out or if you're driving in your car, you can't see it anyway. But for those of you that are watching, I do want you to be able to get in and look at the information. So we've got the Braves. They are, um, once again, they're facing the Mets. They're in City Field. And when we go over here, we look at the Braves. One of the things I do like about the Braves this season, the K rate overall has come down. Like we've got a couple guys in the middle here, 25%, 25 But generally speaking, the K rates have come down over the season. And if you look at the past 30 days, uh, they're still similar. Now, Rosario at 32%. I, I don't think he'll stay there. As you can see on the season, he's at 25. 
Now, I think that will get back down to normalize. But what we do see from Tyler McGill over the last 30 days, he's only at 17% on the season, 18% to lefties, 16% to righties, 13% on the past 30 days, 7% to lefties, 22% to righties. And he is going to see Acuna, Albies, uh, Riley, Olsen right out of the gate. So I think they're going to cause us some problems. At 20 and a half fantasy points, we want less than that projection for Tyler McGill. I'm expecting the Braves to come out and do their thing. Uh, limit. Limit the strikeouts. Like McGill only has a, a strikeout projection of around four anyway. So even if he gets four strikeouts, if he gives up three runs, I'm not expecting them. Even if he went five innings, gave up three to four runs, and got four strikeouts, we're still good. So I, I, I'm very uh, excited about this particular opportunity here at 20 and a half. I know we took Libertori yesterday uh, at 18 and a half, which was which was pretty low. He just had an upside game. Folks, remember, you can't let that cloud your judgment, cloud your thinking, cloud what's in front of you. I definitely think it's an opportunity for the Braves to come into town and 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 knock Tyler McGill out of the game early. I'm hoping he does. If he doesn't make it three innings, then we know the Braves have absolutely done their job. If he makes it only to four, we believe the Braves have absolutely done their job. So I'm very excited about that. When we look at what McGill is uh, is throwing. 60% fastball. Well, you know what's going to come, folks. When we look at the fastball numbers for the Braves, this team can hit the fastball. And so most teams can hit the fastball, uh, but the Braves absolutely. I mean, the, the K rates come down for even some of their lower K guys, go up for some of them. But overall, like this is going to be a fairly low strikeout team, 21% combined on the fastball. So I'm not really worried about it uh, as much. So there we go there. Once again, at 20 and a half fantasy points on underdog, we want less than that projection for Tyler McGill. All right, we're going to our last one of the day, folks, last one of the day. And this one is going to be uh, a similar one. Well, not, not similar, uh, but this, this is coming from a guy. I do like his pitching outs prop as well. What I'm going to do is we're going to roll with his strikeout prop at five, okay, his strikeout pick him square at five. And that's Mr. Adon facing the Oakland Athletics. Oakland is coming into town. Folks, these Oakland bats, Strikeout heavy, uh, 19% for Ruiz, 23% for Blade, 29% for G-Law, 25% for Brown, 22% for Diaz, 33% for Soderstrom, 30% for Langlier, 16% for Allen. And if you look at the last 30 days, uh, it's still up there. A lot of guys in the high 20s, low 30s. So I think we're good there. When we look at Mr. Don, now once again, this is in limited plate appearances. Uh, and then if, even if we go to last season, we'll see. This isn't a guy that's necessarily been super high upside, so I'm not saying that. But I'm saying against the Oakland Athletics, I think this is a team that uh, that we're able to see him come out and dominate 26% of the season so far, 27% to lefties, 26% to righties, 31% the past 30 days, 26% to lefties, 35% to righties. And then when we look at who he's faced, because I do think that's always important to take into account, right? He's faced uh, Cincinnati was his last start, and I want to talk about that because he was able to go six innings in that particular in that particular start. Uh, and so I do think Cincinnati is better than Oakland now. Uh, once again, we're trying to compare teams here and just kind of talk through it. If he's going to have the leash to go the distance, I think the strikeout opportunities are going to be there. I think the pitching out opportunities are going to be there, and that's how he's going to get there. So we need pitching opportunities, kind of similar to when we're when we're looking at. Uh, NFL, and we're trying to project catches, right? For 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 a uh, 
or receptions rather for a wide receiver. Well, we can't say, yeah, this guy's going to get six receptions when he's only getting four targets a game, if that makes any sense. So the same thing here for pitching, if he's got the leash, if he's if he's going to start to get up into that 90, 90 to 95 pitch count totals, now he's got the opportunity for the strikeouts. He's got the opportunities for the pitching out. And so that's what that's one of the little small data points that you want to look for, which obviously it, which is it's an obvious data point, but just kind of want to give you a different way of looking at it. So he's got to have the opportunity. It looks like he's trending upwards, looks like they're giving him the opportunity. And so as a result, facing a, a, an Oakland team that's very that's very K heavy, I'm very interested in Mr. Don at five strikeouts. I want more than that projection. All right, folks, I'm going to give you one more. Let's go with a bonus. Let's give out four today. Let's give out four plays. Let's go with the bonus. We're going to, we're going to Boston. We've got Tariq Skubal. Tariq Skubal is facing the Boston Red Sox. Folks, we've got Skubal at five strikeouts. I want more than that projection. Here's why. When you look at the Boston Red Sox, what you're going to see is at the top, yes, they've got Yoshida and Ref Steiner, who should be leading off because of the platoon at 14%. And you'll see that 39%, Devers at 21. But generally speaking, this team is a much higher strikeout team against lefties than they are against righties. 39% for Duvall. Story just came back. He's at 100%. We're just going to throw him out. Tristan Casas, 33%. Luis Urias, 28%. Connor Wong, 34%. The opportunities will be available for Tariq Skubal today at five strikeouts. We want more than that projection. We definitely think this is a spot where he can get off and make this team pay. All right, so let's go back through our recap. Folks, this has been exceptional. I'm so glad you joined us. I think we have potential sweeps and winners coming our way. So at the top, we've got Corbin Burns at 18 and a half pitching outs. We want less than that projection. We've got Tyler McGill. This was only on underdog at 20 and a half fantasy points. We want less than that projection. We've got Mr. Adon in Washington facing the Oakland Athletics at five strikeouts. We want more than that projection. And we've got Tariq Skubal, five strikeouts, facing the Boston Red Sox, a much higher strikeout team to lefties than righties. We want more than that projection. Folks, I am Chief. This has been Take Your Pick'em. We're 18 and 11 on the month, 18, 11, and one on the month. Let's make it 22-11-1 when we get back on Monday. Come in with your pockets empty. Leave with your pockets full. Let's get the sweep. I'll see you back here next week.